Hi, everyone. I'm Sandra Ingerman, and welcome to the Shaman's Cave. And I'm Renee Barbo, and we are happy to be here again with you today. Uh, we have a really, a topic we've talked about before, but, you know, it's like certain things you can go back to over and over again, and people really need to keep hearing about it. How do I trust the messages I receive? Yeah, we're getting um, a lot of emails on Shaman's Cave um, from people going, I receive these visions, I receive these messages, but I don't trust them. How do I know how to trust them? And um, as we've talked about on um, previous shows uh, many times, we have to have uh, patience for ourselves and compassion for ourselves because we grew up in a culture that said if you're having visions and if you're having intuitive hits, you're crazy. <laughs> and um, and we've been brainwashed. And I've talked about it enough. I'm just going to say we've been brainwashed. So we have choices to make. We have choices to buy into the collective who's just trying to control us and make sure that um, the psychic world doesn't rise again. <laughs> um um, but the point is, is you did not grow up in a culture that recognized visions. Mm-hmm. You did not. Um, and if you did, visions were for holy people or people, but definitely not you. Um, so of course you're going to question. Mm-hmm. Of course you're going to question. I've been practicing shamanism for 40 years. And I still tell myself I'm drumming, and I, t- I tell myself, do you know that you're actually crazy? <laughs> <laughs> and what I do is I don't fight with myself because I found in 40 years of journeying that that's just a waste of time. My mind is just conditioned too well. So I, I go, yeah, you're right. I am crazy, and I'm just going to keep drumming. And it's true. You're right. I am crazy. And then as I've acknowledged my mind saying that, and it leaves me alone. (laughs) That's funny. Years ago when I'd have these visions and then I'd always say, oh, that came true. You know, a friend of mine suggested writing them down on a white note card when you have a vision, just not because you, it's for your own confirmation. I remember a couple of years, three years or so ago, we're on what, on fourth year now and 10,000 subscribers. Make sure you like us on YouTube and subscribe. Um, but now we're going to go for 20,000. We want to, you know, but that's beside. So a couple, three or four years ago, I, I was talking with um, Sandra here and I'm there like, I had this greatest vision about the shamanic movie where Everybody has to stay inside and you can only go out with a little bubble on your head for a few hours at a time. Well, I was having the vision of COVID. I just didn't know it. And I didn't know enough about my own visioning process to know that, oh, this is coming, you know, in six months. This is not, you know, the next Hollywood blockbuster. And, you know, but I, I, I did. I tried to sell it to the producer and that the, the winds were going to heal this from 40 years in the future. And which is probably a good now I should remember the part about we're going to heal it from the future. We can travel to the future and heal this back. I like that idea. 
Um, but, you know, I, I don't always trust what I see, or even sometimes I don't even have a context of where to put it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I remember um, right before 9-11 happened, I was, um, I was taking my walk through the Arroyo, as I do most days, and the wind told me, uh, the wind came and the wind said something really big is getting ready to happen. But that was all I got. <laughs> and then I went to um, uh, Postnet. Postnet is uh, one of those mailing places. You know, they package things up for you and mail them. And I went to Postnet. This was, as you know, 9-11 was a long time ago. And um, the guy behind the counter said to me, you know, I don't know what it is, but I have this really weird feeling that something really bad is getting ready to happen. And I said, I know, I got that same message. And we just looked at each other. We didn't know each other. We weren't friends. This was just an employee in a, a mailing shop. And so we do, we, we don't understand how uh, our radar, we have amazing radar um, and we pick up on things. And part of it is feelings that we pick up on. Part of it is visions that we pick up on. Part of it is audience, uh, clear audience messages that we pick up on, which is more what I work with. And um, what I can tell you, and I know Renee has her own wisdom, but what I can tell you from 40 years of teaching shamanism is I cannot prove to you on the show that your visions and your intuitions are true. I can't. But I can say, like Renee has shared with us, if you watch your results and you see how your visions come true and your intuitions come true, that's the practice. It's like we keep talking about how slowly you have to work up to building muscles. You have to work that slowly in building up your spiritual muscles too. And so start with a place of not trusting. That's fine. <laughs> it's absolutely fine. Um, and see what happens. It made me laugh because this week, and this week, I walked into the bathroom, and there in my my little slippers was a wind spirit card. And it's like, how did you get into my slipper? And it was Nor the the winds of prosperity, and and I put it on Facebook. I took a picture because this is me. As many times as I've been shown, I still need those reassurances that what I saw was really correct. So I took a picture and shared it in my wind clan group on Facebook. And somebody said, Oh yeah, you need the winds of prosperity this week. Cause you're building a house. <laughs> it's like, you know, and then it's just like, but the thing is, is I, I forget to call in the wind sometimes. I mean, I forget cause we're human and we need to be reminded over and over and over again. So as soon as I stepped in my shoe the third time, you know, now, now the wind spirit card, not was first lying flat. Now it's lying straight up, like it bent over and is lying straight up. So when I stepped on it, I had to feel it to say, okay, I hear you go in and call, go outside and call in this wind spirit for help. 
Yeah, we all have allies. And um, Wynn was actually my ally um, for many, many years. And I actually, um, wind has been the one element that I've been afraid of because as a child growing up in New York, I had to walk to school during uh, hurricanes and the wind was always pushing me around. Um, I was almost died in a plane crash that got stuck in a wind shear and I uh, have done everything, but I've never been able to let go of the PTSD from that. And, um, but, but I keep going back to the fact this happened in the 1980s that the plane was supposed to crash. Planes don't get out of a wind shear. And so the wind, again, was my ally. We had a terrible landing, people screaming, things flying all over, um, the captain traumatized, um, but we made it, and I believe it was the winds. Um, Mm So we have a lot of protection. We're constantly getting messages. We're constantly getting downloads. Um, my issue is not worried about whether people trust the downloads or not, because um, that's something, again, that you just have to find out over time. Some of the uh, issue that comes up for me in reading all the messages that I get is you can get ungrounded with the visions and the intuitive hits and the messages that you're getting too many downloads. Um, And so part of it is we really have to work on body, mind, and spirit. Um, And you have to have a strong enough body to get these downloads. Trust me, you do. Otherwise, you start feeling like you put your finger in a socket and electricity is is just running through your body. Um, And so, you know, trust comes from experience. That's what I keep teaching over and over again. You can't learn trust. You can't learn trust. Trust comes from experience. But also, you want to make sure that you're working on your emotional state so that you're, you know that you have those handled and that your intuitive hits aren't coming from a place of woundedness. You know where they're coming from and that your body's strong enough um, to work with the spiritual practices that are needed right now on the planet. Absolutely. I, 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 I totally agree about having an embodied earth experience because I think that's why I've always, I thought the word practical before shaman was a good, good thing. Although I've learned that it's pretty redundant that most shamanism was about practical practices, but so I'm practical, practical. And the, but this, there's been times in my life where the weakness in my able to discern was embodied. One time I was hit with a, uh, an arrow, uh, an, an energetic arrow that um, disabled my neck for, it took me two or three years to get out of it. And when you're in that amount of pain, it's really hard to discern anything. 
because you're not sleeping, you know, you're trying to navigate that situation. And so it becomes really kind of a muddy experience. So to keep my body as, as, as well tended to as I can is something that's been really important to me. Like right now I, I take a wind walk pretty much almost daily and that's become my embodied way to, to receive information. Um, I was in a, a plane that lost its engine uh, right at takeoff out of Chicago O'Hare, which is like a really, really busy airport. And this is the way my mind thinks, okay, we're going to be okay because I had just published Wind's Spirit. I said, I didn't get this far to get my book on Hay House and in the Chicago airport, which I had just seen, to crash here today. <laughs> and sure enough, we landed and they changed our plane and it was all good. But, you know, so that was the win too. Different different wind. So the, just to go to show you that we have to learn to discern which way we're we're even getting our messages and how to how to pay attention to them. And I and Sandra, I know you're clear audience. When I hear a message, that to me is a top level. You better listen now. Message. Right. That's the one. Like your cat's going to go today, so you can grow spiritually the day my cat died. Those are the kinds of messages I hear. But so many of the other ones are like really, really subtle. Mm -hmm. Like the, you know, like the wind spirit card in the shoe. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's subtle, but. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think um, with those kinds of messages, those subtle messages, I get a lot of subtle messages and I just pretty much let them go because I know when my spirits are trying to tell me something, they're pretty loud about it. So, um, but I, I, sometimes I'm really curious about the subtle messages and I realize I'm not trying to be arrogant. I realize that I've missed a lot in my life because I was just waiting for the blaring horn coming in telling me. <laughs> so you know, I did miss, but, um, What I share with people is besides watching your results, if you're getting subtle messages, go out into nature and do a wind walk or or just walk um, and or sit down uh, if you're by body of water or if you're not. And I live in the desert, I'll sit on a rock, um, uh, I'll lean against a tree Um, And just ask yourself, um, in your absolute wildest imagination, what could this message mean? Mm. In my absolute uh, wildest imagination, what could this message mean? And I've been teaching that for 40 years. And then the other one is um, doing automatic writing. And it's amazing what you get from automatic writing. And there's so many ways to, and I'm not an expert. I just do automatic writing for myself. And I taught it uh, in tarot workshops when I used to teach the tarot. Um, You put on me, I put on music. This is how I do it. uh, That doesn't have words. And um, I write. Um, the message down. Um, I got a subtle feeling today while I was walking, but I don't have a clue what it was. Um, I have a 
feeling that the spirits are trying to contact me, but I'm not really sure what they're what they're trying to say. And so you write that question down. What are the spirits trying to say? What does that subtle message mean? And then I just close my eyes and I let my hand write. And it doesn't matter. You know, it's writing all over the page. It doesn't have to be look good. Um, And I just let it flow. And I open my eyes at the end and I can't believe uh, the knowledge that comes through. Um, It's really been one of my best ways of interpreting things that I don't know how to interpret. Or if I want to find a deeper interpretation, like I learned the tarot from um, a teacher who had very similar characteristics to me. And so I liked her way of working, but sometimes I wonder, is there a different mystery in the cards that I didn't get from her? Am I missing something? And so I used to do automatic writing and I'd go, oh my God, I I, I can't (laughs) believe that, you know? So that's a real way of working with subtle messages is um, walking, nature, and uh, writing. Hmm. You made me think about something about, you know, the style of the teacher and stuff. And and another question that I, I, I get when I'm doing this is like, is this my message? I mean, there's a lot of chatter going on out in the ethers and you may be a fine tuned you know, antenna and like flipping through your cable box not all of those messages are necessarily intended for you. So if something comes in and it doesn't feel quite right, you can ask, is this message for me? Or is this was, you know, was this something I'm supposed to deliver to somebody else? Or, or did I just get caught in the crossfires of a message? Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And, And we talked about this on another show. We did an exercise with you, and unfortunately I can't remember the name of the show, but um, we did an exercise of going in and learning how to find um, an intuitive uh, symbol or Mm -hmm. color uh, that tells you whether a message that you're getting is a truth or lie. And Mm -hmm. it's so simple. It's you just close your eyes and you, so I'll make it simple. I'll just do it myself. Um, I love, I love roses and I tell myself I love roses and I close my eyes and get the feeling of what that feels like. And then I get up and I do something in my house for just a minute and I come back to exactly my same seat. I take exactly the same position and I close my eyes and I say, I absolutely detest roses. I hate them. I hate their smell. I hate their color. I hate the way they look. And I watch what happens in my body and my body goes ballistic when I, when a lie like that, that's a lie. Um, (laughs) And your body knows. Your Mm -hmm. body always knows. And so it's a very simple exercise. Really takes takes less than five minutes. And then you get uh, a tool of getting the knowledge of, did you just pick up something strange from the universe? Um, Or am I supposed to be paying attention right now to what's happening? I use this old simple one. (laughs) 
where I put my my thumb and my baby finger together and I'll say, this is a yes, this is a no. And then, you know, once I know what, how I test, I'll just say, is this true? Is this false? And, you know, that old muscle testing thing really is a, is a, a simple tool that really works. Um, especially if you want to know, and, and the other one you were talking about is that embodied, like uh, where it's a practice we use in the wind work is that you stand with your knees a little bent out in the wind because we like to be outside in the wind and you you mention your name. And if your name is correct, you kind of bend. Well, I bend forward with yes and I bend backwards with no. So there's your body is your awakening compass. And so it would it always has the tools to tell you whether yes, no or, you know, maybe and come back to ask that question again. And the the biggest, I think it was you, Prattner, wrote uh, many years ago, probably most of you are, don't even remember that, but that, you know, when I, when I hold back my emotions, my stomach keeps score. I think it was him. And this whole idea that our bodies will always tell us what's true and what's not true if we become that finely tuned violin. That's beautiful. I love that. Thanks. Yeah. 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 So, you know, this is a time, um, you know, where there's so much going on in the world right now. And um, this is a time where the spirits are trying to help us grow into ourselves uh, right now. And so we are seeing visions and we are getting messages and um, and the messages about your own self-growth are really important to be listening to right now um, because this is a time of learning. is my belief is that this is a time of learning for humans um, about waking up. And... Um, if when you start to wake up, your psychic senses start to wake up, your unseen senses start to wake up. And so it's a little bit of a, all of a sudden, it's like you have a different person living in you. you know? <laughs> you've, you've been possessed by yourself, <laughs> the good parts of yourself, um, the parts that didn't get brainwashed by society. And so follow the results, follow Mm -hmm. the results, you know, uh, kind of do an experiment and watch what's coming up for you and then see how that manifests in your own life and how that manifests in the world. And then you start slowly uh, just becoming more confident in Mm -hmm. what's starting to come through. And the bottom line is that people... Um, who have been working spiritually, I'm not talking about everyone on the planet, are getting more sensitive right now Mm -hmm. and are bringing through more messages. And so take care of yourself. Make sure you're grounded. Make sure you're eating right. Um, I know a lot of people don't have the money for food right now, but do the best that you can to make sure that you get some nurturance and make sure that you get some sunlight and take care of the body because um, the body is your home Mm -hmm. and 
and um, a lot of people are being asked to leave their homes right now on every single level. So um, uh, take care of your body and do some research and experiment on the messages that you're getting and see how they actually manifest um, Mm -hmm. because this is the time of awakening. A couple of suggestions that I would make would be go back to our last episode and, and, and if you want to be more intuitive, more insightful and get more messages, go back to that journey that, um, that we did last week and plant new seeds for your awakening of those senses. You know, a lot, a lot of times we want to plant seeds for, you know, material or food or whatever, but you're also invited to ask the spirits for more guidance, more help. And we forget that, that we're in cooperation, we're in communication uh, and, and, and start to trust those tools and, um, and, and stick, stick with us because we, we offer uh, some great tools just in our conversation between each other and that we've done it differently and similarly, but, um, and, and make sure you subscribe because now we're, we've hit 10,000. We want to go, we want to, we want to get, wouldn't just think about this. Wouldn't the world be a better place if a million people were listening to Sandra and I give us tools for living in this time instead of, you know, some of the other tools that are out there and the hostility and stuff, we get more people listening to these are nature-based tools that can help you navigate this chaos. Yeah. And you have to understand, um, you know, Renee and I both have been through a lot, a Mm -hmm. lot in this (laughs) lifetime. I mean, we've both been taken down big time in initiations and, and I still am in one myself, but we're elders who have stories um, of how you walk through the darkness that we're in right now and how you do it from a place of inner peace and how you do it from a place of health and how you're not taken down and how you, you see, you use this as an opportunity for your growth and for your awakening. We have the stories, we have the knowledge, we have so many years of personal experience of how to walk through these dark times. And we both have different tools and we both have different experiences about that. So this is an incredible gift. This is what people would want. They want um a grandparents who told them this this was a terrible thing that happened in my time and this is how we got through it and this is how you can get through it and so we're here for you we're here for you so mm-hmm. tune in and share and let other people know that we're here for you too and we we know how to do this one we all know how to do this one we came in for this but we have to wake up. Um, so wake up with the shaman's cave and wake up with all of us. You have community to wake up with who loves you and who's praying for you right now. So thank you, everyone. And if you're ready to wake up, I start a new course uh, next week, uh, Windwork Basics. And it's really about aligning to that awakening compass in yourself so that you can learn to 
navigate these chaotic winds. So come over to the Practical Shaman and learn about that. Um, And then stay with us. And again, hit the subscribe button. And we will see you next week. Mm -hmm.